said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Out of order. So when you out of order, you limit the Holy One of Israel. Say, neighbor, take your limits off of God and line up with him. I said earlier that what comes with salvation is instruction. You buy a new car, it's going to be an instruction manual in there. You buy a new telephone, whatever you buy, it comes with instructions. The reason why we are failing as Christians because we don't follow instructions. You say, but you defeat it. You know why? Because there's an order. There's some instructions that we got to follow. I said earlier that you have to do your part and God to do the rest. But we want God to do it all. God ain't finna do everything. He's not finna brush your teeth. He's not finna eat right for you. He's not finna exercise for you. That's something you have to do. Somebody say amen. amen. Watch this miracle unfold. Read. And to the disciples, to them that were set down. Notice, he only gave to them that were set down, those that was resting. See, God can't give it, do anything for you until you rest. You're too troubled. You, you, you look at the game of bad baseball. The pitcher takes the ball and throws it to the back catcher, but he had to be in position. God cannot, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think he shall receive any. God can't do nothing in your life if you won't sit down. If you won't be still. You need to come so somebody can teach you something. Somebody say amen. amen. Read. And likewise of the fishes as much as they would. Read. When they were filled. When they were filled. He said to his disciples. Uh-huh. Gather up the fragments that remain. Watch this. This young lad had a seed. A two-piece fish dinner that he had and he gave it to Jesus. How many know the potential? Say the potential. is in the seed. We have to understand that God operates by what? Seeds. Look what was in this seed. The ability to feed 15,000 people. Just imagine had that lad held on to that seed. What was in this seed? Leftovers. Ah, y'all don't see this. He had to release it. He had to let it go. See, we, God cannot move until you let it go. Shout little, little. becomes much when I place it. And who had? We say that and it sounds good, but are you doing it? Watch this, read. That nothing will be lost. And be sure that nothing be lost. Verse 13. Therefore they gathered them together and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Watch this. This was a miracle. This was a supernatural miracle. Say, neighbor, neighbor. God will put his super, put his super. On, natural. on your natural. So Jesus took the lad's lunch and multiplied it. He increased it to the point where it fed 
15,000 people and the young lad got 12 baskets back. All this was in their what? Seed. We have to understand that we have to plant seeds. Say words are seeds. Money is seeds. And our actions are seeds. Say neighbor, you are a bag of seeds. You're a bag of seeds. Everything that you need is on the what? Inside of you. Watch this, read. Then those men, which they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, this is of truth, that a prophet that should come into the world. Into the world. So Jesus proved himself by working a supernatural miracle in the midst of them. Shout neighbor. neighbor. Take your limits. Off of God. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 through 21. The Bible says that they limited the Holy One of Israel. How did they limit it? By turning back. How did they limit him with their unbelief? How did they limit him? By not turning it all over to him. How many know we got to get God time to work? A lot of folk in the rush. God ain't in no rush. Some stuff takes time. Romans chapter 4, verse 17, read. As it is written, uh -huh. I have made thee a father of many nations. God spoke to Abraham, I have made thee, past tense, a father of many nations. Keep in mind, he couldn't have a child. But God was calling him father. God calls things that what? As what? When God speaks to us, he's always speaking to us about our future. And the reason why we don't get it, because when God speaks, we look at where we at now. God calls things that what? In other words, when God speaks a word to you, when you get a word from God, then God is talking about your future. He's not talking about your now. That's why we don't understand. And we, that's why we can't relate to God because we look at the present situation. But God is speaking to you about your future. Abraham, I've called thee a father of many nations. Read. Before him whom he believed, Read. even God, even God, look how he worked, who quickeneth the dead. God quickeneth the dead. In other words, God caused things that are dead to come alive. God will resurrect your ministry, your marriage, your business, whatever's dead in your life, God has the ability to resurrect it. He can cause that thing to come back alive again. Read. And calleth those things that be not as though they were. Verse 18. Who against hope believed Who, uh, in What hope. is hope? Expectation. When he didn't even see how God was going to do it, he made a quality decision that I'm going to continue to trust God. Read. Believed in hope. He believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. Read. So shall thy seed be. Verse 19. And being not weak in faith. Being not weak in faith. He considered not his own body. He did dead. not take in consideration that he was impotent. Abraham did not take in consideration that he was a hundred years old. One of the reasons why we don't believe God, because when God speaks, we look to ourselves to make it happen. If you can make it happen, you wouldn't even need God. Read. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't even can take in consideration that Sarah could not get pregnant. Listen, 100-year-old man, 
90-year-old woman who was restricted. But God said that they was going to have a baby. God, say neighbor, God cannot lie. So if God said it, he has to bring it to pass. But this is the key in his own time. See, when God speaks to us, he speaks out of eternity where there's no time. But he's speaking into what? Time. So God can speak and it may not come to pass for a hundred years. According to your clock. But when he spoke, it was already done. But we have to understand that we are in time and God is in what? So I've discovered when somebody give me a word to sit down. <laughs> Because this is what, now it ain't that I don't believe God, I just understand that it ain't going to manifest till he get ready. So ain't no sense in me working myself up. Because I realize he can do it tomorrow, <laughs> he can do it next week, or he may not do it to 10 years from now. In Abraham's case, it took 25 years. What was God doing? Stretching his faith. God's going to stretch your faith. That's why he makes us wait. How many wait? <laughs> you know what God is doing? Stretching your faith. Read. He staggered not at the promise of God. He staggered or wavered not at the promise. And unbelief would cause you to stagger. It would cause you to waver. You up today, down tomorrow. And, and, and that's just the human side and the spiritual side at odds. So it happens. But God want to bring us to a place where we just become stable in him and not be moved by how we feel. And we're going to feel something. We're going to feel frustration. We're going to feel discouragement. We're going to even, and if a lot of folks ain't going to tell you this, we're going to feel a little depression. But don't you stay depressed. Don't you stay discouraged. Don't you stay frustrated. Am I making sense? Read. Strong in the faith. The Bible says that he was strong in the faith. Read. Giving glory to God. How do you know when your faith is strong? When you can give God praise when you don't feel nothing. When you can give God some praise when it don't look like it's going to happen. That's how you know you got some strong faith. I just believe God. I don't care how long it's going to take. I don't care what's, how bad it's getting. Because sometimes it goes from bad to worse. That's what happened to Lazarus. He sent word that your friend Lazarus is dead. The Bible says Jesus abode where he was at for a couple more hours, a couple more days. And then the Bible says he eventually came, but he came after the fact. We got to start believing God after the fact. Watch this. Y'all ready for this? God will let your water, be a good, your water get cut off. Oh, see, I don't want to talk about that. God let your gas get cut off. We, we, this is what we say. If I believe in God, that'll never happen. That ain't true. Faith don't keep us from trouble. It helps us. It don't keep us from it. It helps us. So even though we're trusting God, does that mean something going to get cut off? It doesn't mean you ain't going to lose something. But God has the ability to give it back to you. Lazarus was dead for how many days? Four days. And when Jesus came on the scene, he said, show me where you lay him. And he walked up to the tomb, and thank God he only called Lazarus' name. He said, Lazarus what? And Lazarus. 
Listen, after he'd been dead for how long? And after four days, rigor mortis set in. So God came, Jesus came after the fact to demonstrate to the Jews because they didn't believe in the resurrection that he had the power to resurrect something that dies. Ah, oh, my God. It like it's never failed. This morning, young man had a seizure. This morning. This, this, this happens all the time. And, and we know it's the enemy, but we prayed and believed God, and God brought him back and he walked out of here. How many know your faith going to be tested? But that's an opportunity for you to get control of your emotions. Y'all heard what I'm saying? We can't fall apart and freak out every time something happens. You know why somebody say why? Because something's going to always be happening in the realm of the spirit. And that's just to get you off of your faith. Your faith. So we can't be moved. Read. And fully persuaded. And being thoroughly convinced. That what he had promised. What, hold up. What he, who made the promise? So if God made the promise, he's the one that's obligated to bring it to pass. Not you. Read. He was able also to perform. He was able also to perform. So if God spoke something to you, it doesn't matter how impossible it appears to be. He's going to bring it to pass in his own time. But my question to you, do you believe that? I know you're under pressure. I know you're being stretched. I know it seems like your life is out of control. But God is in control. And that's something he's going to show you in the midst of what you're going through. Remember when he parted the Red Sea? They didn't know he was going to do that. He let Pharaoh's army come behind them. And know what they start doing? Freaking out. Looking back. Did you bring us out here to kill us? Woe is me. And God said, Moses, don't listen to them. Stretch out your rod. God was finna show them something about him that they didn't know before. Well, how do you know God's a healer if you never get sick? How do you know God can provide if you never had a need? Ah. What God is trying to do is show you who he is. I'm a provider. I'm a healer. I'm a deliverer. I can make a way out of no way. Is there anything? Woo. Say neighbor, step back and watch God do it. Say they limited the Holy One of Israel. Or they restricted him. They confined him. They thought too small. See, we think small. God want to do something big, but he can't because your mind is not big enough. Watch this. Numbers chapter 13. I know you want to shout. You don't need to shout right now. You know what you need to do? Get some information so you can apply it to your life. I'm not against shouting and dancing, but this is the thing that comes with shouting and dancing. You shout and get all emotional and you ain't heard nothing I said. I'm not against preaching. We need to get people stirred up and welled all up. But when you get to doing all that, can you execute the play? Ah, y'all quiet. I said, can you put into play what you just heard? 
So we need to be taught. Or we need to be instructed. Numbers chapter 13, verse 1 and 2 read. And the Lord spake unto Moses. And the Lord spake unto Moses, uh-huh. Saying, send thou men. He said, send thou men. That they may search the land of Canaan. Read. Which I give unto the children listen, of Israel. Listen to what God. Which I give unto the children of Israel. Past tense. This is how God works. He ends the thing. Then he started. Uh, Y'all missed this. This is how God works. He completes a thing, then he starts it. So what he does, he speaks to you the future. Then he wants you to walk through the process. Am I making sense? All right, watch this, read. Of every tribe of their fathers shall you send a man. Read. Everyone a ruler among them. Okay, let's drop, drop down to verse 21. Read. So they went up. So they went up, the spies went up. And searched the land from the wilderness of Zen unto Rehob. God allowed them to get a look at what he was getting ready to bring them into. God will show you something. And then step back and allow you to walk through the process so you can come to a level in your faith where he can release it to you. Read. As men come to Hamath. Uh-huh. And they ascended by the south. Read. And came unto Hebron where Ahimon Shishay and Talmar, the children of Anak, were. Read. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zon in Egypt. Read. And they came unto the brook of Eskal and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes. These were some huge grapes. These grapes were so huge, it took two men to carry them. So God was showing them something big, but on the inside they was too small. I, I, I said on Saturday, on Wednesday, a lot of y'all missed this. When a woman's getting ready to have a child, she has to dilate. Y'all quiet. That means she has to open up because the baby's head too big. It's too big for what is getting ready to come through. Ah. So the doctor come by and said, she ain't ready yet. The janitor comes by and says, she ain't ready yet. Now, when the janitor comes by, you in trouble. That means you've been there for a long time, waiting to what? But you can't deliver until you... And when you have a problem... With opening up, then they have to cut you. In order for you to be big enough for that big head to come through the what? Birth canal. God brings you out head first. Y'all missed that. Before you get delivered, you come out head what? That means God got to deliver you in your mind before you come out. God got to deliver you from how you thinking about your, your, your view of money, your view of marriage, your view of God has to change. You, the reason why we not coming out because we won't let God get our head together. 
Before God give you a lot of money, he got to get your head right when it come to money. What you mean by that? He help you understand that money is just an answer to problems. If you view money more than that, you have the wrong view. That's why people worship money because they don't understand that money is paper and numbers. How many got a car note? $30,000. You ain't never seen $30,000. All you're looking at is some paper and a note. All money is is what? Paper is just a means of what? When you get that settled in your mind, then God will give you more money. He'll bring you out financially. You know why we have so many marriage problems? Because your view of your wife and the wife view of her husband is wrong. You got your mama view. And your mama view is all men are dogs. All women are witches. If you feel that way about your spouse, no wonder your mind, your marriage jacked up. So God got to straighten out your head first before he bring you up. So God got to open you up. And he opened you up by making you wait. So God showed them what he was getting ready to bring them into. And watch this. It took them seven years to conquer this land. Even though he showed it to them right away, he didn't let them come into it right away because he had to give them a greater understanding of prosperity. Give them a greater understanding of land and, and, and fruit. He, they had to get an understanding. They had to get a revelation before God brought them into it. Because watch this. If you don't get an understanding of a thing, you will abuse it when you get it. So God is very much into educating us spiritually. But we busy shouting. I'm not against shouting. We busy being emotional. But are we learning the lessons that God's trying to teach us? Read. Two, upon a staff. These grapes were so big, they had to get a pole. And two men had to carry. Say, neighbor, that's big. God want to bring us into something big. But we, our mindset is too what? Read. And they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. Verse 24. The place was called the brook Eskal. Notice God brought them to a certain place. God's trying to bring you to a place in your mind, a place in your spirit. And how many know that takes time? God, you know why it takes time? Because God has to undo all this stuff that we've been, been taught. If you've been taught wrong, guess what? You're going to live wrong. If you believe wrong, guess what? You're going to act wrong. If a person is acting a certain way, it's because that's how they think. As a man thinking, read. Because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. So they cut down the grapes and brought them back to the congregation. So they can get a look at it. God will show you. Why, why would God show you something if he wasn't going to let you have it? Ain't no sister showing it to me. But if God is. How many God showing something? If God is showing you something. That means he's going to bring you in too. You know what our problem is? Somebody say what? We don't have a vision. You know what a vision is? A plan. Do you have a plan to get out of debt? Do you have a plan for your marriage? Do you have a plan for your ministry? No wonder God ain't moving. You ain't got no plan. 
Am I making sense? And God, if you spend time with God, if you seek God, he will reveal to you his plan for your life. You don't have to come up with your own plan. Read. And they returned. And they returned from searching of the land for 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron. Uh-huh. And to all the congregation of the children of Israel. Read. Unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them. Read. And unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They showed them the giant grapes. You can't share everything with everybody. Some people's mindset is small. Some people are full of negativity. And you trying to get them to, to, to join with you. Listen, sometimes you gotta keep it yourself. You want people to get happy for you. They ain't happy for themselves. You know what? You know why people can't love? Because they don't love themselves. If you don't love yourself, how you going to love me? And you're trying to get somebody to love you that don't love themselves. You're trying to get something out of somebody who don't have the ability to give it to you. Read. And they told him. And they told him. And said, uh -huh. we came unto the land whither thou sent us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Verse 28. Nevertheless. Watch this. Nevertheless. The people be strong that dwell in the land. How you know they're strong? Because they look strong? Just because something look a certain way don't mean that's how it is. Your perception. How you see stuff. Read. And the cities are walled. And the cities are walled. The and only thing they can focus on was how things looked in the natural Instead of focusing on what God said in verse 1 and 2. Read. And very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Anakites were some nine-foot giants. The only thing they can focus on is circumstance and situations. They, what, what God said went out the window. Read. And the Hittites, Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. They never said what God said. They only said what they saw. And we the same way. The best thing to do is don't say nothing. You can't always say how you feel. And that takes a level of maturity just to go through and not always talk about what's going wrong in your life. Anybody can say that, but it takes a level of maturity just to say, you know what, I'm going to suck it up, and I'm going to walk through this process. That's what you got to do, read. And Caleb still Because the, the danger that comes with that, you're going to tell the wrong person. And you're going to regret that you said something. Read. And Caleb still the people before Cal Moses. Caleb who was one of the spies. I'm going to tell you, everybody don't see the same. Caleb said, shut up. I don't want to hear it. You can't let people dump their negativity in you. You keep listening to folks and looking at the news. No wonder you're discouraged. No wonder you're depressed. Regardless of how you feel, you have to say what God says. Read. And said, let us go up at once. He said, be quiet. Let us do this thing. Mm -hmm. Read. And let us possess it. Let us take, 
Dr. Anthony L. Trice is determined to take the gospel around the world to a people that are hurting mentally, physically, and financially. Your prosperity is in your seat. God has shown him how to be prosperous, successful, and with integrity. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19, money answered all things. We would like you to partner with us. Help us spread the word of God. Sign up as a monthly partner today and take advantage of this special offer. For a love token of $30 plus shipping and handling, you will receive this prosperity package, which includes your prosperity is in your seed, a powerful teaching CD, and prosperity oil. All partners will receive a monthly CD, newsletter, and much, much more. For more information, call 314-659-8522 or visit us online at www.anthonytrice.org. You can write to us at 7200 West Forest, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. And we thank you for your support. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning into our television broadcast on today. We, hey, man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered. They're being healed. They're experiencing financial breakthrough. And I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life. By partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry, you can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, Please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.